0: Hello there internet and movie fans, welcome to the second episode of Chris and Matt Write a Blockbuster, a podcast dedicated to the process of writing a blockbuster movie, maybe it'll be informative, maybe it'll be educational, Uh, maybe it'll be
1: edutainmental.
0: Definitely, I think this podcast definitely would qualify as edutainment, like, they could show it like you know, like how like some channels like they're required to show educational programming to children. Like in the morning, like something has to qualify as educational. To be showed?
1: I didn't know that, but children should be required to listen to
0: this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. This is that sort of entertainment. Like you'll learn, although they kind of skid around those rules because one time during that you know educational programming block, uh, they were showing episodes of Saved by the Bell, which. Now, I mean, some of the episodes are certainly, certainly informative or educational. I mean, they teach you the dangers of, say, uh, using caffeine pills or, um, you know... Or how uh, to put a
1: life-size cutout of a woman that you're obsessed with in your room and pull it down by remote control.
0: Yeah, how to build a I Well, Screech built a robot, but he never taught us how to do that, so I guess that's not educational. How
1: nature. to market your own tomato sauce.
0: yeah. But of course, keeping the secret to yourself because yeah, the she's a mine. Have the secret, she's the mine.
1: I I always loved how he gendered the sauce.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's that's what they would do in Italy. You know, everything's got it's uh, a gender to it, noun wise.
1: Yeah, like a mozzarella, that's that's all man, but uh, uh, a a uh, a gabagool, that's that's a lady. Mm-hmm.
0: And ironically, you know, a nice Italian sausage. A gaba girl? Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's a a gaba girl. That's what they said when it was bored. Yeah. They handed uh, old uh, Giuseppe uh, a a cigar that said, it's a gaba girl.
0: Yeah. And of course, ironically. Oh, you don't want to
1: continue with it's a gaba girl?
0: uh, No, I have a similar point, but it's on the same topic, but it's slightly different. That uh, ironically, like Italian sausage, is a girl. You'd think it would be a boy because it's shaped like a big old schlong. Well, depending on the size of the Italian sausage, but the all the Italian sausage I mean, I've seen. I, I don't know any I've seen.
1: all the shapes of sausage all kind of look like a schlong, I guess unless it's cut up.
0: Yeah, I mean they're all definitely very, you know, penis oh, but you don't
1: you don't you don't consider like a Vienna sausage. That's too small to even be considered a schlong for
0: you. I just yeah, I was saying like, you know, or or Something being like, you know, like if I was talking like about like a foot long or something, I'd say Mm -hmm. that strains credulity uh, uh, penis wise. I mean, it may be, uh, you know, feasible, but I feel like the Italian sausage is right there in that erect man penis size range.
1: Great. Uh, Anyway, uh, as long as we're introducing the podcast, uh, I'm Matt.
0: I am Chris. We and are on the this. Chris oh, yes. Uh huh. Cut cut my
1: talking out of that whole thing where I was cutting you off. And uh, this is a podcast where we're going to uh, write a blockbuster movie live with our mouths, and then it will be produced and shall uh, make billions upon billions of dollars. It'll be yeah. on par with Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides or. A, mm-hmm. Pirates of the Caribbean Dead Men Tell No Tales Mm -hmm. Uh, In the pantheon of films People definitely remember existing
0: Absolutely I mean uh, Stranger Ties Has uh, Penelope Cruz in it If I remember correctly Which of course I do Because that movie is so iconic and indelible but yeah, we're going to bring in money domestic, we're going to bring in money international. The Chinese audience, you know, they're big in the world of, like, film these days. Like, that Chinese audience, everybody wants that Chinese audience. Mm-hmm. The Chinese audience is going to love our film. The American audience is going to love our film. Canada, not that important of an audience. I mean, that's why there's not any real, like, there's not a lot of service paid to Canadian audiences. Like, a lot of times, like, American films will have scenes uh explicitly and solely for, like, the Chinese version of the film. You don't need to do that with Canada. I mean, Canada's got their own films anyways. It's like um, Men with Brooms, the Leslie Nielsen-starring curling comedy from the 90s.
1: And, uh, of course, Strange Brew, the other Canadian yeah. film.
0: Mm-hmm. They have a rich culture all their own up in Canada. They don't need...
1: What? Although I I did read an Empire magazine that a lot of movies these days will film two of every scene uh that use a a specific city name. So if there's like, "Oh, I love New York pizza," they'll do a second take where they'll say, "Oh, I love uh Toronto pizza." Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: what, what, what's that pizza company they have there? And I don't know. Pizza pizza? Double yeah. pizza? <laughs> Good old pizza pizza. Mhm.
1: They were like, "Uh, oh, what's a great pizza slogan uh, that we could just steal and then name our company and someone was just like uh, uh, better pizza better ingredients and they're like no 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 what's a better one someone was like pizza pizza (laughs) and then that that rapscallion little Caesar ran out of the room Dragging, dragging the decapitated head of the Noid with him.
0: It's particularly bold considering the fact that Little Caesars was founded in, like, you know, the Detroit area, and Detroit's just stone's throw away from Canada. Yeah, he, he, he
1: traveled by stone to Canada to, to get in that meeting.
0: Of course, they could have, if they called it Pizza Pizza, they could have called it Gotta Be, Gotta Be Domino's Ultimate Deep Dish, but they didn't go with that. Mm hmm. But. Pizza, I mean, maybe we'll have a pizza company, like, you know, get product placement in our blockbuster once it's ready. Because, I mean, like, you think of a movie like I Am Legend, where it takes place in, like, a post-apocalyptic future, but nevertheless, there's so much, like, branding and so much, like, product placement in that movie, even though it's, like, you know, it's, like, so that's just, like, I mean, we could really knock it out of the park. We could be, like, hey, you know, Fruit Loop cereal. Give us, you know, a bunch of money, and we'll put like a bunch of Fruit Loops. Like people will just be walking around carrying boxes. Maybe like it'll be some sort of crazy future where like, or or alternate uh, present where like Mm -hmm. uh, Fruit Loops are currency now, and so like everybody wants them Fruit Loops. It'll be like Mad Max, but instead of oil or water, depending on which version of Mad Max you're talking about, it'll be Fruit Loops. It'll be Tom Hardy going after some Fruit Loops.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe that's the movie we're trying to make here. Maybe we're trying to make Top Hardy in pursuit of some Fruit Loops.
0: Yeah, it's probably because, I mean, like, people who obviously this is the second episode, they probably listened to the first. They probably didn't jump in at the second episode. Uh, the movie itself is completely still up in the air. Mm hmm. <sighs> oh, man. Yeah.
1: Boy, is that movie exciting! It's <laughs> such an exciting film.
0: We, uh, you know, we don't have a plot, we don't have scenes. We don't have much of anything, but we have one thing. We have the most important thing. We have a title. Without a title, you can't have a movie. Without a, but you can have a title without a movie. But you can't have a movie without a title. You can't call. It, I mean, you can have an album without a title. They'll just call it like self-titled album or like untitled. It's like you know, or they'll call it like the White Album because you didn't give it a title, and people will want to just call it the Beatles. So they start calling it the White Album because it's a white album. You can't do that with a movie because movies change colors, all the nope. time. Yep. So we <laughs> we have that title. That title is, is
1: Seth Christ Ballistic Reckoning. Uh,
0: with of course a colon in there. It's Seth Christ colon Ballistic Reckoning. It's not mm-hmm. you know it doesn't all run together. There's a there's a. There's this a, there's title a, has a
1: lot in common with every person on on Earth. It has a colon.
0: Ideally, you know, fingers crossed. You know, maybe some people out there aren't so fortunate, you know, maybe they're, I like Billy uh, Joel was saying about children of a little mind, or something, you know, you never mm-hmm. know what might happen, you know, you know, but uh, yeah, just generally speaking, that is true. So we have a title. It's a very evocative title. It's a great title. It's like a title. It's like you see that on a marquee. You don't need to know what it's about. You don't have to have seen the trailer on YouTube. You're too busy watching, like, I don't know. Red and Link, you know, on YouTube Red mm-hmm. to watch our movie trailer. That's fine. You're gonna to want to see the movie anyways. When you walk in that movie theater, like, because you, of course, you come to the movies without knowing what movie you want to see. You just walk in. You say, "What's playing right now?" <laughs> and someone
1: just says, "I don't know. Just buy a fucking ticket." They hand you a ticket. And you go in, and, you're, and you're grateful for it.
0: And you and you walk right out of Seth Christ. Uh, ballistic reckoning and you go right back up to the box office person you say give me a ticket for the next showing I'm going again and you call up all your friends beep poop beep and you tell them all to come meet you as well and then, and then the next thing you know you're taking like a dozen people to see the movie uh, and then they take a dozen people and so on and so forth until like you know pyramid scheme style every single person on the planet's seen the movie mm-hmm. and it's the most successful movie of all time because it's all it really takes if every single person who sees the movie Seth Christ's Ballistic Reckoning then proceeds to see it again and bring 12 people with them, making it a baker's dozen worth of people, it's going to be. And you may say movie theaters aren't infinite, and they can't. Like you know, that doesn't make any sense from a like a physics perspective. Like that's no, it insane. doesn't. You're no a complete sense. you don't know anything, you're an idiot and you're stupid and you're you know, you have no idea how the movie industry works or how money works, and I'd say, Well, listen, if we don't have if we had to settle for selling out every single movie theater on the planet for every single showing for like you know, like a week or two, I think we'll be just fine even if we can't break the laws of physics like they did in the movie uh Time Cop or something.
1: Yeah. But. I mean, we might break the laws of physics, but that's not really what... We're not getting into plot today. No. We're, we're getting, getting into characters. It to, yeah. Char- Some would say the most important part of a film, because they're what act out the movie.
0: There's a reason why USA Network's used, slogan used to be, characters welcome. Because without those characters, they've got no channel. What are they going to do, you know... I mean, even when they used to show... I, they, no, I think Slam Ball was shown on Spike TV. Never mind. I don't know what you... I mean, USA... Hey, you,
1: there's a reason why Twitter decided to extend the character limit from 140 to 280 characters. Yeah.
0: And it's because people can't get enough of a character. It's, I'd say it's the second most important thing after the title of a movie because obviously you can't... like I mean, like if you have a title, you know at least one character. Oh, mm-hmm. well, depending on... I know uh, every do.
1: every movie the title is the name of the character. So, uh if you want to you know, Bridges of Madison County is about mm-hmm. a person named Madison. Bridges Madison County, you know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm. Bridges O Madison <laughs> County. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. There's a hyphen They a got, 11, they got and... there's, yeah, there's a hyphen. They got married.
0: <laughs> yeah. You know, and the the O you think the O stands for Oscar? And you think it's Bridges Oscar Madison County like it's like some sort of odd couple spin-off. Mm. You would be incorrect, sir or madam. Yeah, you'd The O stands for a Freaking wrong, deed. I'm glad you kept yourself from swearing there. You I know, didn't want to swear
1: twice in the first 15 <laughs> minutes of this podcast.
0: You gotta... You wanna, like, you know, dish them out. Like, when you make, like, a PG... Well, the PG-13 movie can only use one out of the F word. But we're not no... We may be making a PG-13 movie. We probably actually will be because that, you know, we don't want to keep the audience, like, keep away so much of the audience by making it R, but we want to have enough of, like, an edge to it that, like, people are going to really want to see it and it'll make them, like, really, you know, like young people be like, ooh PG-13, tell ooh, me more, tell me more.
1: I'm 14, I should go see that movie since I'm old enough to.
0: Yeah, and I'll bring a girl I like and then not talk to her because I'm afraid or whatever Teenage days I don't know. They go to, they take pictures of like, you know, like stuff and like Snapchat and, you know, whatever, uh, music.ly or whatever, you know, uh, these kids these days. But we need to, you know, there are going to be, the bulk of our audience is going to be these teenagers, so we shouldn't denigrate them too much, even though, you know, uh, they're stupid and things they like are generally dumb. Mm -hmm. They're going to like one awesome thing that Seth Christ, colon, ballistic reckoning. They're going to love love it. it. Adults love will love it. We're gonna be a four quadrant movie, and you know. What are that, the
1: four quadrants?
0: Um, let's see. There's um, Earth, Wind, Fire, Water, and then there's a fifth quadrant. Sometimes Heart. Uh, All right. How you create the sort of mecha movie blockbuster, basically. Uh, that's how you create sort of like a Captain Planet of blockbuster movies like a Captain Cinema Cinema Planet that's how you do it
1: Captain Cinema
0: Mm-hmm. that should have been like Roger Ebert should have called himself that but he can't do it now because he's dead rip too late to be I guess maybe Gene Shell could do it but I mean his name is Gene Shell. why would you want to change that
1: yeah Let's See. Why, Paul- why would you want to
0: Polly and Kale. She can't do it. She's dead. You
1: know. Who isn't dead?
0: Uh, I don't know. Some, who, who's not dead is the actors we're going to have in this movie. That's probably what we're going to do. We're going to come up with some characters. Yeah. And we're going to come up with some potential casting uh, possibilities. Because we know that big-time Hollywood executives and big ones are going to be listening to this podcast. And if we... They're going to want to buy the movie, but if we give them some ideas for actors, it makes their job easier. Or maybe some actors will listen to this, too. And we're like, oh, you know, like, a, um, Giovanni Rabisi is listening to this. And let's say we mention him. We won't because we're not going to have Giovanni Rabisi in our movie. But he now, goes, what is this, oh, Avatar? How exciting of a prospect. And I'm very flattered. They mentioned me by name. I'm going to call up a Hollywood studio and be like, I got a movie for you, and I'm going to be in it. So that kills two birds with one stone. Click. <laughs> that's, him hanging, that's him or her hanging I mean, the
1: biggest problem with Hollywood today is that no one wants to do their job. You know, they want someone else to do it. So it would be great if the actors could just cast themselves.
0: Yep. Mhm.
1: So we're going to come up with five main characters today. Uh, and we're going to define who they are and they're, who's going to play them. Mm -hmm. Uh, Should we start with Seth Christ Or should we return to Seth Christ
0: Uh, Well before we get this I do want to throw out a few Very minor Almost sort of like background characters I think we should have in this film So for example there's uh, Scientist 1, Scientist Mm -hmm. 2 Garbage man uh, Angry customer Old woman on sidewalk
1: Old woman on stilts Yeah
0: Yeah um, birthday party clown, um, birthday party uh, clown on stilts. Yeah, you know, um, Undertaker, but not the Undertaker. I mean, like an actual, like an actual Undertaker. And then of course we'll have the Undertaker. And mm-hmm. let's see, let's have one more. Give it. Uh, let's see. Um, uh, I would say Yoshi, the dinosaur from Mario, but it's gonna be a little tricky to pull off. Maybe we'll have uh, we'll have some weird small role for Benicio del Toro, like he does like in the Marvel movies. It won't like, be the collector specifically, because that's like a whole IP thing. We'll call it uh, you know Benicio del Toro role TBD for now. <laughs> so you know Benicio, we'll we'll say we'll we'll call it like once the movie's ready to be made, we'll call it Benicio. And be like Benicio, we got a movie for you. You, we'll give you carte blanche you're going to have a roll you have like you one you get seat. to wear you're going to get to
1: wear a jacket
0: you get to wear a jacket you're going to be able to do like whatever weird stuff it is you like to do yeah you want to do a little weird tick you can do a weird yeah. tick you Do you want to have
1: some props that you carry around do you want to like move your fingers as if you're about to steal something that's all fine
0: yeah so we got that I just figured you know knock that out of the out of the way before we get to the real he the meat which is these characters who are very much welcome. I say we should... Well, it would make sense to start with Seth Christ since we already know he exists, but on the other hand, since we already know he exists, would also... He's like sort of the main... Should it be like a last but not least sort of situation where we end with the big main character? Or
1: we'll work up to Seth.
0: We'll work up to Seth. As so many
1: of us have. Mm hmm
0: Well, I mean, there's going to be... Two things we definitely need in the world of main characters: we need a main antagonist, and we need a romantic like lead, basically, like you know, like the sort of like romantic partner, the love interest, basically. So we need a we need the main villain, and we definitely and we need a love interest definitely. So
1: we should probably start with one of those. Okay. So let's do the villain.
0: All oh, right, the villain, you know, um let's see.
1: So when I think villain, I think of the bad guy from Kindergarten Cop. Mm, you know, Black Arnold Poet Schwarzenegger. Tier. No, oh. he's the good guy.
0: I I I don't He's know, the
1: I, titular Kindergarten Cop. This is the Kindergarten Perp.
0: Mm, I I I see him. I see uh in a way, I see the kindergarten cop as the villain in the movie because he's robbing those children of like a true educational experience because he's unqualified for the position.
1: And you know Richard Tyson's
0: Crisp? Uh, the, sure. the
1: character Crisp
0: from yeah, Kindergarten course. Cop? Uh, yeah, I mean, that goes without saying. I'm just saying, sometimes I feel like maybe the actual villain in that movie... Is, uh, you know, the kindergarten cop. But that's not, we're not here to debate who's the real bad guy, at kindergarten cop. We're here to think of villainous characters who have black ponytails. But then again, Steven Seagal is often a good guy, and he's got a black ponytail. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's not as much well, of a... Well,
1: they can also put in uh can also, you know, wigs. Wigs can be used. Yeah
0: of course wigs can be used i mean I, this isn't my first rodeo it's not like I'm, i've walked into some randomly building i'm like i'm just gonna walk in here maybe i can get like you know like a, uh, a seltzer water and get some uh you know uh almonds in here and then i'm like walking in and all of a sudden i see these like bowls like hopping about like in the middle of this like dirt ring and I'm like holy shit I have no idea what's going on this is completely insane I have no idea what's happening here and I have a complete like you know mental breakdown somebody tells me it's a rodeo and I'm like I have no idea what that is and they go what is this your first rodeo and I say I guess yeah because I have no idea what's going on that's not the case here in terms of like my awareness of wigs as a thing that that you can use in movies because I like to have a bad guy with bleached blonde hair and if we have an actor who doesn't want to do that I know Mm. that goes against your dark black ponytail thing he maybe, I mean maybe, I You know
1: I'm open to other things
0: Cause I I like that Like you know I mean like I mean Maybe like The top of his hair Is bleach blonde But then he has A black yeah. ponytail It's like He's yeah. got like A two tone hair thing Going two-tone. on Two tone Yeah And then he can have like a, like a Like a very Meticulously crafted Beard On his face And it's like It's like It's like Black 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 And then like The goatee part He's dyed Like a bleach blonde So it's like It's like a Hollywood Hogan, basically. mm Hmm. Well his was oh, was his the other way? I don't remember which way he went. If he went blonde and then black, or black and then blonde.
1: He was like blonde and then the 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 five o'clock shadow was uh was black.
0: Mm, yeah, something like that. yeah. Good old Hollywood Hogan. mm Hmm. We, unfortunately, I don't think... we. I mean, we can't hire him to play this villain. He's HL he's the role, and he's a problematic figure in Hollywood mm-hmm. uh, because his sex tape was so boring. and then you get, <laughs> you got to have an interesting sex tape if you're going to work in this business. That's, you so know, we got
1: to have someone with an interesting sex tape. Well,
0: we it's, not, it's not necessary. It's either they have no sex tape that anybody's aware of or they have an interesting sex tape. The only people who are completely excluded... Are people with boring, uninteresting, or poorly shot sex tapes? Mm. Yeah. You know, which Kinda I think like, honestly, that it's that like also every sex tape. that also eliminates Paris Hilton and Rick Solomon because that was very, very poorly shot.
1: What about X Pac in China?
0: Uh, I mean, I haven't seen that one. I mean, China Jody Lord, she's dead. She's not gonna be able to be in this thing. Sean Waltman, AKA X Pac, he's still alive. It's possible. I mean, I don't see him in this role, even though he's got the hair for it. Maybe we can have a smaller role, maybe not necessarily a top five role, because the villains are going to need henchmen, because every villain... I don't know what's... We still don't know what's happening in this movie, but if there's a ballistic reckoning going on of some kind, whatever that means, and that's, you know, like... The whole point is that it can mean anything, necessarily. Uh, we'll need henchmen. We can think about X-Pac for a henchman role, but I think he doesn't quite have what it takes to be the main villain, even mm. if he, I can see him pulling off the hair... Also he's kind of like a small I mean the question is actually I think the main villain obviously this main villain he's not going to be one of those like businessman villain, but not with this look. But I don't think he should also be like the biggest like strongest sort of dude because that's more like a henchman thing. It's like this guy the guy you know he's not as you know tough or imposing as some of the other people in his crew. He's still brave to the operation. <laughs> so supplies them like the like sort of Mastermindness and the and the craven ruthlessness to get things done, but he doesn't have to be the toughest, biggest you know guy in the world. But so I mean, so we don't need to be like, oh, let's hire Dave Batista to be the bad guy. He's a big muscle man. We're gonna have this big muscle man that go look at these muscles. Plus, his hair is always very short. I mean, wigs, obviously wigs. We don't need to get back on that, but. I feel like the, he's obviously got a very distinct, interesting look, but we don't need to have a completely physically imposed, I mean, it's like I mean, like if Jesse Eisenberg could play Lex Luthor, and Gene Le Hackman could play Lex Luthor, and uh, Kevin Spacey can play Lex Luthor, then we don't need to have you know the craziest person. Right, in the world. right.
1: How do you think about this? Thinking outside the box here, Joel Murray.
0: Mm, Joel Murray, brother get of that, Bill Murray.
1: Get that Murray name, you get that that kind of pinkish hue. He doesn't look like a normal villain, but he could wear a wig.
0: hmm How old is Joel Murray?
1: He's fifty-five.
0: That's not bad. I was thinking because Bill is getting up there in New years, classic Bill Murray, but Joel Murray, a uh, robust but you know still spry, fifty-five. I mean. He's not. I mean, that's obviously. I mean, for a big blockbuster movie, an outside the box choice for the, uh, you know, main villain role that tends to go to actors like a Christoph Waltz, a Javier Bardem. Hey, but they
1: weren't the obvious choice until they got the right role.
0: This could be. I mean, that's. I mean, definitely. So I think yeah. Uh, this character he doesn't have a name yet. We should probably come up with a name. Make sure it fits with uh, Joel Murray as a person.
1: How about, okay, for a name for the character, Murray Jolson.
0: Hmm. I Well, I just feel like the name Seth Christ really I overshoots that. I mean, I think I need a name that sort of can go toe-to-toe with a name like Seth Christ. Right, like, yeah, so like, like Daniel like Satan. T- yeah, I was going to say Rip Torn. Oh, you just but want to name him
1: Rip Torn?
0: <laughs> that's a really sort of like evocative name
1: yeah rip torn i like it it
0: certainly fits fits all my boxes it's got a
1: verb for a name and it's it's not the name of any living person
0: no and like it's it's like you think of like a villain what's a villain gonna do they're gonna rip and they're gonna tear yep rip torn like tearing through whatever they're doing we don't know what he's doing yet obviously so uh we definitely our villain's name is gonna be rip torn and we've got some sense of who they are, not entirely fully. Like, we don't have a plan for them yet. Obviously, they're a big, tough villain type. They're going to be sort of like a smart mastermind type. We know what they're fit. Maybe also, like, this ripped toward character, like, maybe he's got that look. But also, maybe he likes to dress, like, very sort of casually. Like, he's like a Hawaiian shirt and, like, shorts sort of guy.
1: Exactly. So, like, you, he's you know? Wayne Knight in Jurassic Park.
0: That's literally exactly what I had in mind. But, I mean, Joel Murray, not quite up there in weight-wise, but...
1: But he'd still look great in Hawaii and a little tiny oh, yeah. Bahamas,
0: right? Definitely. So, we're thinking, in our minds, Joel Murray as Rip Torn, the main villain in Seth Christ, colon, bullistic Reckoning. We're off to a great start here.
1: Okay, next, we need a love interest. Mm-hmm
0: she has to be there's a couple ways for it to go it's like she's like an everyday everyday run the mill woman who's pulled into this crazy fantastical world like Cameron Diaz in Night and Day starring Tom Cruise or she's also like sort of like she's like some other sort of like badass spy or secret agent or something and she's like you know really capable but like there's like some flirty banter kind of like Cameron Diaz in Charlie's Angels Full Throttle you know
1: yeah so which Cameron Diaz do you think this is
0: hmm well I mean we got we got some hmm it would be interesting I mean cause well I feel like when you think about say a, a James Bond sort of thing like the like um usually the women there they have some sort of reason they're brought into the world but they're not necessarily like you know equals or like you know like you know basically i mean should this movie view the female lead as being equal to the male lead and i think the clear answer laid out by hollywood history is no (laughs) so the i think she should be more like a jane everybody like you know like joe the plumber but a woman
1: okay so who's like a plumber woman
0: well, I who's mean who's like
1: a plumber woman. Who's like a woman who's a plumber? Well,
0: there's Amanda Plumber.
1: I mean, th- it's it's there in the name.
0: Yeah, I mean definitely. I mean she could I think she could play like uh uh like an every woman type. She could be every woman like that song, yeah. I'm every woman.
1: And it would be great just for you know just for like a different kind of spin on it to have a sixty one year old woman. <laughs> yeah. The-
0: yeah, it's, like, it's like like Monica Bellucci in Skyfall or whatever.
1: Exactly. I mean, you get it.
0: Or was I that Inspector? She's know. a
1: she's a she's a more than capable Tony Award-winning actress.
0: <laughs> yeah, her name's Plumber. I yeah. mean,
1: <laughs> I think we got it.
0: Yeah, but I mean, her name won't be Plumber in the movie; it could be a little too confusing for people. So, no, no. Her no. name. Her name can be. We'll go with like something like. Um, Jane, because we're thinking like, you know, like a Jane Doe, but then not Doe for last name. Uh, no. J- or maybe something like, maybe like Jane Doberman. So it reminds people of Jane Doe, but it's a little different. It's like,
1: you know. What if we just call her Jane Doe, but we spell Doe, D O U G H?
0: Mm. Well, it's anomaly. Uh, I mean, not anomaly. It's it's homonym. Hominems can be tricky for people's. Uh, like, you know, like, maybe, like, it'll work, but, like, the first time we see her, we'll have to, like, see her ID or something. Like, maybe she's mm-hmm. being pulled over by a cop, and, they're, like, license and registration, she hands it over, and the cop looks at it, and it says, Jane Doe, or Doe comma Jane, or whatever. Right. So, there's, yeah, that, that could work, because that's established. Like, no, it's not what you're thinking. You've seen her name. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> Alright, so that's, a, now if we're going to make the bold choice in our mind of writing the female lead and love interest in this sort of like action adventure type movie, which is probably going to have a lot of action set pieces and we're going to cast, you know or think of this character, Jane Doe, as being a woman in her 60s mm-hmm. It's we may want to have another sort of younger, spryer, more traditionally attractive sort of like woman to serve as like, you know, like like, maybe, like, an early in the film, like, you know... Yeah,
1: maybe a fake-out. We can get to that later, yeah. though. Like, we can have him having uh, affairs with all types of women.
0: Uh, like old, how, like, young, you know,
1: big, tall...
0: To go, to go back to James Bond... Gigantic, like bon, Yeah, to go back to James huge, Bond movies. Yeah, Lord Humongous, yeah.
1: Yeah, Lord Humongous. To go back to um,
0: James Bond movies, though, it's like there's always the woman who's there first, and then she gets killed off, and then right. the other woman, like, you know, it's like... Strawberry Fields dies so that somebody else can be there. Like the lady from Goldfinger dies so that uh, James Bond can turn a uh, pussy galore from a lesbian into a straight woman with the sheer power of his, like you know, charisma and machismo.
1: Yeah, there you go.
0: Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we've got. That you know, so I mean, like, I feel like that will probably be one of the main five roles because like this movie is gonna get sexual and steamy. I mean, well, I'm not saying we're not gonna let Amanda Plummer have a sex scene, especially if she's well. well we can't do full frontal in a PG thirteen movie, but we may have to be able to do partial frontal.
1: We can have some heavy petting for sure.
0: Yeah, certainly. But like, we could have like you know like a because like if we're gonna have like young like a young audience, we maybe some sort of like uh um you know younger sort of like. Because, you know, I mean, like, if this is going to be, like, a big action movie, I mean, let's not just have one woman in the film. Let's have two women in the film, and let's establish that their entire role in the movie is to serve as love interest for the main character.
1: I mean, if Hollywood has taught us anything, that's about... I mean, is it everyone just in service to the main character?
0: Yeah, pretty much. So, uh, on that front... Uh, I mean, like, you know, her name could be something like, you know, Trixie Bimbo or something like, you know, like that. She's like, you know. Trixie Bimbo. (laughs) She works at like a surf shop or something. So she's like always could be like in a bikini or whatever. Yeah,
1: she she could work at a surf shop. Her name could be Trixie Bimbo. (laughs) She can uh, say things like, hey, can I get that for you? Grab someone's penis.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And, like, you know, so that's. Say, oh,
1: that, that penis is about the size of a Vienna sausage. That ain't no <laughs> penis that I would consider to be a penis.
0: Oh, <laughs> and, like, you Must know, be at least
1: the size of a, a, a foot long for me to consider something to be a, a, a proper schlong. And,
0: like, Seth Christie's head guy, like, at the beach for some reason, he runs into her, and, like, you know, they have a whole thing going on. And she can be, like, you know, like, yeah, and like, they have, like, a thing, and, like, she gets involved, like, you know, somehow, like, she's. And like you know, we're writing too on. much we're writing too yeah, much yeah we are it's true too we, gotta much, like, it. we gotta save it we gotta get to it.
1: I mean I know I said we'd pick five characters but we've been going for 35 minutes and uh, it's hot <laughs> well, in here this is character so, three there's
0: only let's two more to, one of them is Seth Christ so yeah we're seeing an actress who's like a sexy young fang that I mean play. this is how
1: this is how Hollywood movies are written just kind of on the fly and just quick and low <laughs> yeah. down so, who's gonna be our sexy young Thang? Yeah, as, you, as you so <laughs> eloquently put it. And now I have said Thang out loud.
0: Well, let's see. What's the, like, uh, Who's the, I mean, like, like Britney Spears, but like 10 years or 20 years ago when Britney Spears was like that. Like, you know, or like, um, like, uh, somebody like Kylie Jenner, but the talented.
1: Um, hmm.
0: Like, you know, um, like, who's like... What about
1: what about like a Zendaya? People love Zendaya.
0: That is true. People love Zendaya. And, I mean, she'll probably end up being considerably younger than our male lead. But on the other hand, who cares? It's, you know, Hollywood will allow that to work. It doesn't really matter. And plus, we got Amanda Palmer... You know, no, no worries. Hollywood's not gonna come down on us. We got Amanda Plummer. We got Plum yeah. Dog Millionaire. Amanda Plummer. Yeah. So her. Z- so Z- success. T- Christ will, will romance both <laughs> Amanda Plummer and Zendaya.
1: I mean, it's a tale as old as time when you think <laughs> yeah. about it.
0: Zendaya will be cast in the key, pivotal, very important, not at all marginalizing role of Trixie Bimbo, who works <laughs> at a surf shop.
1: Whose name might be changed in the near future. Cause writing is rewriting.
0: Yeah, oh yeah. I mean definitely. I mean it's definitely possible it'll happen. You never know. It could be I, there's
1: a good chance we won't remember that Zedai is in the movie or that her name is Trixie Pimbo. Because it's Trixie Pimbo is a nightmare of a name.
0: Oh, well, Trixie's good at
1: No it's not. Trixie is not good.
0: So you're gonna tell that to uh, Trixie from From Double- Child Two? <laughs> <laughs> this is the
1: only the only pop culture of Trixie.
0: I think there might be a Trixie in the Donkey Kong games as well.
1: Oh yeah, Trixie Kong. I'm gonna say that to Trixie, Trixie Cog. Yeah. All right, we need a we need a yeah. friend for we need a friend who dies for. Uh, for yeah, old Seth.
0: Friend, maybe like a partner or a co-worker mm-hmm. or something. Like, Man, that's
1: a role that would have been great for Joel Murray. Too bad.
0: Yeah. Uh, He's already the villain.
1: Uh, let's see. Well,
0: like, yeah. Um, somebody what about was, like a
1: Stanley Tucci who could be like a bit of a mentor to him.
0: That's where if your mentor dies, you're gonna be pissed. Mm. And we know Stanley Tucci. He mean he died in Captain America, and everybody was so sad about that character. Everybody loves and remembers. They remember his name. They remember things about him. That's right, super Bucky important.
1: Barnes.
0: They talk about him all the time in the future Bucky. movies. Yep, Bucky, Bucky Barnes. Barnes. <laughs> Um, well, maybe then, Stanley just character in this movie. His, maybe his name can be Ducky Darns
1: Mm-hmm. It's oh, like, there you go, Ducky Darts. Yeah, reminding Ducky. people of everyone's favorite character <laughs> from the from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Bucky Barnes. Plus, Ducky a character from... they've made four movies specifically about.
0: Yep. Plus, the, I mean, Ducky remind people. Of, uh, was that John Cryer played Ducky in like that movie? Mm-hmm. So, i remind people of that. So, Stanley Tucci, he's like a mentor character. He works at wherever. Uh, I mean, Seth Christ is obviously going to be some sort of agent or something kind of guy. He's obviously. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. Yeah. A, he's a talent agent. <laughs> talent Stan- agent by day, secret agent by night.
0: Stanley Tucci's character, Ducky Diamonds, has climbed up the ranks. He's like behind a desk now, but like, and he wants to get back in the field or something. Like, you know, he feels like he's, time's passing him by. You know, time may chase him, but he can't change time or something like that, or the other way around, like, you know, we'll play that David Bowie song in the movie while we're dealing with this stuff. But now we come to the heat of the meat. It's Seth Christ. We need a little bit of more, like pseudo, little tiny bit of backstory for him as a character, and we need an actor who can be our lead. We know he's super awesome. We know he's gonna be a part of a ballistic reckoning. Yeah.
1: Well, he was he was uh, straight out of he was number one in his class at Quantico.
0: Yes. So he's like uh, an agenty sort of type.
1: Mm-hmm. He uh, has uh, uh, a twenty-inch python around his around his arm. Mm-hmm. He's buff. He's super uh, buff. He's never had a family because he's afraid no. of what could happen if he lost them. Yes. not because he knows what that feels like, but because he's been told that it feels bad, and he never wants yes. to feel bad.
0: And that's so But like, the closest thing he's ever
1: had—the closest thing he's ever had to a family—was his mentor Ducky Darns,
0: mm-hmm. who dies. Will, of course dies in the movie. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's, maybe he's got a pet. Do you think no, no.
1: This, this this podcast could act as a spoiler for the movie when it comes out?
0: <laughs> Uh, I, mean, I mean, definitely it's what's going to happen because, like, if we're writing the entire movie while doing this, we're going to say everything's going to happen in the movie. So it'll be 100% a spoiler, but people will get to see... People will still be interested to see how it, 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 it like, appears on the screen or what have you. Mm-hmm. So there's that. But I was going to say maybe he has a pet, but, like, no, even he's afraid of a pet getting hurt. But he only, he'll have fish. He has yeah. fish. They and like so like he has something, somebody or something to like bounce stuff off of. But like even he's afraid of losing even like a dog, mm-hmm. uh, or what have you. So like yeah, he's like, but he's super tough. And he's super careful. capable. He's super suave. He's super handsome, and he's like practically perfect in every way. But he's got that fear. And then like you know, and like then like you know his mentor dies. He's got nobody. So he'll be like feeling all alone and stuff. Once that get comes to that point in the movie. And he's doing something, he's working for some organization now. Maybe it's the CIA, maybe it's not. Maybe he's moved on from the CIA. Maybe he's, you know, working for some super secret organization. Maybe he's, like, you know, working in the private sector. We don't know any of that stuff yet. We just know that he graduated from Quantico, which would imply CIA at some point. But, mm-hmm. so, I mean, if I learned anything with the TV show Quantico starring that woman whose name I don't remember. So, it comes down to something super important Who's gonna Who play him? Will play Seth Christ. I mean, when you think of him, the immediate name that comes to mind would be somebody like Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Except he's already in like fifty movies every year. There may be fear of oversaturating the market with films starring uh, Dwayne Johnson. I mean, obviously, if we could, if like we had to have him in the movie, we would accept it. But it's not my dream to have we need somebody who's like him big and muscly and handsome and capable big time leading man uh-huh uh-huh wait like who's got who's got muscle i mean Keratop has muscles but he's a little too old for this at this point
1: <laughs> kevin hart's got muscles
0: yeah but he may be a little too short wow and, and i mean we can't quite i mean we don't want to have to like use cgi uh i mean um Chris Pratt has muscles sometimes, but he's probably too busy making Jurassic World movies.
1: Who's a jacked guy?
0: Who's the I mean, Zac Efron certainly jacked. Mm-hmm. He he was in Bluey Zandaya called The Greatest Showman, where he played like a love interest. And in they had
1: chemistry in that.
0: They certainly did. They had chemistry like, uh, you know, Pierre Marie Curie, by which I mean the romantic chemistry and the fact they worked in the realm of chemistry, and that's why they died of, like, you know, radiation poisoning. Yep. But, I mean, he also made Baywatch with the rock, and so that ties things back to the rock for some reason. I think that's him. he's That's shredded- important to
1: remind yeah. people of the rock.
0: He's shredded like lettuce. Mm-hmm. He's going to be apparently in a movie about ted bundy so his dad's gonna give him a lot of cachet because people are going to want to see something like that a very surely cheerful and enjoyable movie that will be in no way like you know um like the kind of thing an actor makes when they want to get serious about acting and then everybody like yeah it doesn't seem them, like a yeah. callow
1: or shameless kind yeah, of yeah you no know, uh,
0: and it definitely will work people will take him seriously as an actor and it's not going to come off as like a weird tone movie or something like that it's not going to like Be like Mm -hmm. like a disaster sort of flop or anything like that, it'll definitely make him like considered like a serious actor. But so that point he may be so serious and like just like he may become like the next like Daniel Day Lewis or something, but if that doesn't happen, I mean I know it's not as outside of a box of a choice as some of our other choices, but and I know the strength of this movie is gonna be in the writing, which is gonna be amazing. But maybe it would pay to have a name uh, Starting in the film, that's gonna, that's guaranteed box office. Like, I mean, like with movies like Baywatch or uh, others, sort of, or that movie uh, he was in with Miles Teller and Michael B. Jordan. That's Michael B. Jordan's also a very ripped sort of guy. He could have been him, but instead, uh, maybe Zac Efron should be Seth Christ, the one getting into this ballistic reckoning. I mean, that could work. Especially if he's taking a shirt off a bunch in the movie, which why wouldn't he? He's a spy or something, we don't know yet. Mm-hmm. So, do you think that should be, in our minds when we're writing this film, when we're picturing the character of Seth Christ, should we be picturing Zac Efron? Is that what we are going to be thinking in terms of the role? Yes. There we have it. We've cast. We've come up with five characters and five actors who may or may not end up in the roles. But it's out there, Hollywood. It's like the secret. You put it out there, and then Hollywood makes it happen with magic. Hollywood magic. Mm-hmm. Well, that was certainly uh, an exercise in, um, you know, podcasting. Well, so we should probably just, you know, let people, you know, people have probably been like they probably been like, you know, they finished their commute. They're sitting in their car. They're they're having their driveway moment. We won't make you wait much longer. We haven't come. We haven't gone through the process of getting a Facebook page or a Twitter or anything for this podcast as of this moment. Uh, it's something we still need to get on. We've been too busy coming with ideas. But if you want to talk to us at this moment about. Uh, anything about this movie about our casting you want to throw out casting or something we're not going to listen to that because our casting is pretty much perfect but
1: yep.
0: have fun I'm on Twitter at ChrisXMorgan
1: I'm on Twitter at M. Shimkowitz.
0: and the movie writing process continues this journey continues we'll, uh, this has been Chris and Matt write a blockbuster uh, we'll see you back here next time as the journey continues